the Numantine War. In 143 BC, the consuls Quintus Celius Metellus Macedonius subdued the Arvaki by attacking them suddenly while they were harvesting. He did not take Termentia and Numenta. In 142 BC, the praetor Quintus Pompeius Alus took over with a well-trained army of 30,000 infantry and 2,000 cavalries. While he went away, the Numantites made a sortie against the cavalry detachment and destroyed it. On his return, the Numanites offered battle, but they withdrew slowly until he was drawn to the ditches and palisades. When, he forces, when his forces were repeatedly defeated in skirmishes, Quintus Pompeius moved on to attack Termentia, but lost 7, 700 men. In a third battle, the Romans were driven, into a, driven to a rocky place where many of them were forced down a precipice. The indecisive battle followed. Pompeius then went to town, the town of Malaya, which had, was surrendered by, by treachery. He fought some of the brigadines at Sedentia and defeated them. Pompeius went back to Numantia and tried to divert a river to reduce the town for, by famine. The men who were doing the work, this work was constantly harassed, and those who came to the rescue were attacked and forced into a Roman camp. The foragers were also attacked. A Roman envoy arrived with an army of raw and undisciplined recruits who were to replace the soldiers who had served for six, their six years. Pompeius stayed in winter camps with these recruits who had been exposed to the cold without the shelter and caught dysentery because they were not used to the local water. Many died. A foraging party was ambushed. Pompeius sent his soldiers to the towns to spend the rest of the winter and waited for a successor. Fearing he would be held to account for his failures, he approached the Numanites. They con the concluded a peace treaty. Pompeius demanded hostages. The prisoners, the deserters, and the 30 talents of silver part of which would be paid in installments. In 139 BC, when the new consul Marcus Popilius Laenus arrived to take over, the last installment was being paid. Pompeius, knowing that he had made peace the Romans considered disgraceful and without consent of the Senate, denied that he had made a deal. The Numanites proved the contrary through the testimony of the senatorial envoys and his officers. Pompeius and Numanite envoys were sent to Rome to continue the dispute there. The Senate decided to continue the war. Popilius Lanus attacked the Luzons, a Celtiberian tribe close to Numantia, but did not accompany, accomplish anything and returned to Rome. In 137 BC, the consulus Gaius Hostilis Mancius lost frequent clashes with the Numanites. On false rumors that the Cantabri of northern Hispania and the Vasai of western central Hispania were coming to the aid of the Numanites, he panicked, left the camp, and went to an empty place where a commander in the Second Celtiberian War had a camp. At dawn, he was surrounded, and he was without fortifications. The Numanites threatened to kill everyone if he did not make peace. They agreed. He agreed terms like those and made Quintus Pompeius Aulus to cause outrage in Rome. Another consul, Marcus Aemilius Lepidus Porcina, was sent to Hispania, and Mancinus was recalled to stand trial. Plutarch said that he had was not bad as a man, but most unfortunate of the Romans as a general. Amelus Lepidus, who wanted glory, did not wait for instructions from Rome and attacked the Vesai, 
who lived in western central Hispania to the west of the Celtiberians, falsely accusing them of supplying the Numenites. He ravaged the countryside and started a siege of their main town, Palantia. He persuaded Decimus Junius Brutus Calatius, his brother-in-law, who had carried out a counterinsurgency operations in Lusitania and Galicia, to join him. Messengers from Rome arrived. They said the Senate was at a loss to know why, what he should seek a new war and warned him not to proceed. Aemilius carried out on regardless. The siege of Palantia was dragged on and the Roman supplies failed. All pack animals and many men died. The Romans withdrew in a disorderly way at night. At dawn, the enemy attacked them at the rear and the flank all day. Aemilius Lepidus was stripped of his consulship and he returned to Rome, he was fined. In 135 BC, the consul Quintus Calpunius Piso was assigned Hispania. He made an incursion into the territory of Palantia, collected a small amount of plunder, and spent the rest of his time at terminal office in a winter camp in Capertania, which is in central Hispania. 134 BC, the Romans who were tired of this war, elected Publius Cornelius Scipio Amelianus who had defeated Carthage on a council, council base because they thought that he was the only man who could win the war. The army in Hispania was demoralized and ill-disciplined. Scipio concentrated on restoring discipline by forbidding luxuries the troops had become accustomed to. Through regular tough exercises, all-day marches, building camps and fortifications, and then demolishing them, digging ditches and then filling them up, and the like, and by enforcing regulations strictly, when he thought that the army was ready, he encamped near Numantia. He did not proceed along the shorter route to avoid the guerrilla tactics the Numantians were good at. Instead, he made a detour through the land of Vensai, who were now selling food to the Numantians. He was ambushed several times, but defeated the enemy. In one of these ambushes by a river that was difficult to cross, he was forced to make a detour along a longer route where there was no water. He marched at night when it was cooler and dug wells in the battle, the bitter water. He saved his men, but some horses and pack animals died of thirst. Then he passed through the territory of the Cusai, who had broken the treaty with Rome and declared that they could not return safely to their homes. He returned to Numenite territory and was joined by Jugurtha, the grandson of the king of Numidia, with 12 elephants and archers and slingers. Eventually, Scipio prepared to besiege Numantia. He asked the allied troops, tribes in Hispania for a specified number of troops. He built a nine-kilometer circuit of fortifications with seven towers. The wall was three meters high and two and a half meters wide. He built an embankment of the same dimensions at the wall around the adjoining marsh. And the two towers by the river Durius, to which the moored large timbers with ropes full of knives and spearheads constantly kept in motion by the current this prevented the enemy from slipping through covertly he managed to force numantia into starvation the numanites surrendered some killing themselves Scipio kept 50 men for his triumph sold the rest into slavery and destroyed the city appian wrote with only 8000 men when the war began how many and the ter how many and the, and the terrible reverses that bring upon the Romans? How many treaties did they make equal terms with the Romans, which latter would not consist consent to make any of it with other people? How often did they challenge open battle 
and the last commander sent against them, who had an army of 60,000 men. He noted their small numbers and great sufferings, the valiant deeds, and the long endurance.